most welcome again. Just give the Lord a clap offering of praise. Um, your life will never be the same again. Let the anointing of the Holy Ghost feel around your life and feel you and touch you in a special way in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, we are talking something about do not touch the anointed one. Man of God. Do not touch the anointed one. Do not touch the What What we're trying to say when we say do not touch the anointed one? Ladies and gentlemen, man of God, let me thank you for an opportunity again that we can communicate today to the mass of people that are watching us on this prophetic channel right now. And let me believe that all of you, as wherever you're watching us right now, or lady as you're watching us talking to you, grace is being uh, distributed to you. When the Bible talks about do not touch my anointed one and don't do harm to my prophet, that was a serious emphasis that God said. Whosoever God has chosen, it is God himself who has chosen and we do not know the reason why God has chosen that person. And any person, man of God, who has been called by God mm. before he is sent into the ministry, God himself sit, sat down with this person, or he sits down with this person. The Bible says, do not touch my anointed ones, and don't do harm to my prophets. Sir, whosoever has been anointed and called by God himself, and given that authority and the power and he is running kingdom assignment on earth it is very 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 dangerous to touch that person so very dangerous all right you may understand how dangerous it is it is because everyone is anointed yes you know the word anointing means Christ you know when when we say Jesus Christ we mean Jesus the anointing yes so the word anointing means Christ. But Christ. you know, we may be, maybe let me just explain something. We may be equal in fellowship, but we are different in responsibilities. There are some people who are anointed specifically for some other areas that God has assigned them in those areas and they operate in those areas. And that's the level of anointing that God has given them to operate in such places. Mm. Now, I understand you, that's what we're trying to say. Very true. Exactly. Now, okay, what are the dangers of saying, okay, don't touch the anointed ones? Because we are not trying to move out of the topic of prophets. Listen very careful. We are not talking about apostles. We're not talking about teachers. We believe in them. We respect them. But unfortunately, we are not apostles. We are not teachers. We are prophets. So we are going to talk about our calling. So, man of God. Oh, yeah. We are not apostles. We are not pastors. We believe in apostles. We respect them. We love them. We, 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 we love pastors we in love the ministry. We have got apostles in the ministry. We have all those men of God. So we don't hate them. We love them. We are part of them. We are one family. But we are saying we will not talk about them. We are not them. Now, yes, sir. what are the dangers? What are the dangers? What are the dangers of, of, uh, of, of touching the anointed men of, of God? And how can you avoid it? Thank you so much. Uh, first of all, man of God, there are dangers on touching the anointed man of God. You just, uh, in, a, in a previous episode before the black, you said, Elon and Miriam were discussing. And when Elon and Miriam were discussing, they are all talking bad about Moses and the mm -hmm. mistake that Moses did. Mm -hmm. 
in the first place, Moses, it is true, he did a mistake. Mm -hmm. And that mistake was acknowledged. It was a mistake, underlined. Mm -hmm. And for Miriam, it was not bad for her to talk about the mistake of Moses. Mm -hmm. But before God, because of the anointing that God gave to Moses, you see what happened to Miriam. Mm -hmm. Miriam got sick immediately. Mm -hmm. And God came himself and punished me. The anointing, how dangerous it is to touch, is because the anointing is not only for you to prosper. Anointing can do anything. Anointing can kill. Anointing can make a rich person become poor. Anointing can make a tall man become short. Anointing and, can and make a short man become tall. And a short man becoming tall. Absolutely. That's what anointing can do. If, if you are short right there, you're watching us, and you want to grow tall, and it may be your portion now, this man of God can raise the anointing over you right in, in now. In fact, become tall in and Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <laughs> so the anointing. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, listen. In other words, he's trying to say mm. there is another face of the anointing. Of the anointing. Don't just know the anointing as the healing anointing, mm, mm, mm. breakthrough, favor, deliverance. No. This anointing can also kill you. Can also make you blind. Can it make you have leprosy? I have seen it when the earth opened. God did not even consider how many people were there. The Bible's 23,000 people were swallowed by the ground. 23,000 people. God did not see the majority. God did not respect the majority. God saw and said, all right, there's only 3,000 people. But then there's only one man. One man versus 23,000 people. One can say, but how could God let 23,000 people die and spare one man? It's because God does not see things from the beginning to the end. He sees the ending to the beginning. So we, we see things different. So in Moses, God was seeing us. He was seeing the Bible. He was seeing the prophetic word that was in Moses. So God will rather protect the prophetic person and destroy the whole nation. That's what the Bible says. God, God said, all right, I'm going to protect only Noah. You know, so God, the whole nation was destroyed, but one man was preserved. So God does not care who is there, how many people are there, but as long as you have got a prophetic word, whether you're watching us, whether you're seated here, as long as the prophetic word is in you, in God you. can protect you from diseases, from poverty, from your enemies, because oh, of the prophetic God. word. So God, God. Prophetic, God, listen this, God had to protect the prophetic word that was in Moses okay. and let the 23,000 people be swallowed by the ground. So I think you, you, you were talking something about the dangers of, of the, dangers. the prophetic. Yes. So I, I was just trying to add it on the uh, man of God, you can continue what you are saying about That's powerful. And all of you us, we really have to be very, very careful. We do not know you and me. God never continued by saying, He only said, Do not touch my anointed and don't do harm to the prophets. He never explained from there that if you touch, what will happen? Um, maybe another. I remember one time I had someone asking me a question. He said, uh, Did God get angry? Does God smile? There's a case, there's a question. Does God get angry? Hey, does God smile? Does God smile? Does God punish? Does God punish? And can I touch God? Can I touch God? It was a question. Another woman, I said, touch my hand. If you touch my hand, 
And I said, do not touch God? She said, yes. I told her, you, you, you just touched him now. Oh, okay. Every person you see. But she touched you. She touched my hand. And then you say, just have You just touched him. Oh, okay. Every person that you see in the face of earth is God. The Bible says, in the last, on the day of judgment, he will ask us a question, say, I came to your house, but you did not welcome me. So who is God? The Bible says we were made in the likeness of God. We are in the image of God. Mm -hmm. So if you touch a person, you are touching God. That's what the Bible says, whatsoever you do to these young ones, the face of the angels in heaven, is beholding. Now, you know, this is the most of the areas where people that don't understand that if you say, uh, 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 does God hear angry? Listen, if you make a man of God angry, God is angry. If you and make a man of God angry, there's God no is subtraction also angry. and there's no addi addition to that. And a man of God will speak a word and you'll be affected, and God is not involved, Satan is not involved. Wow. So God knows the complications of touching the anointed ones. The anointed ones. And he knows the complications of doing prophets harm. Wow. That's what the Bible says. Do not touch them. Not that God would punish you. No. But God knows if you touch the anointed ones, if they say any word about you, it's gone. If they say any So God is trying to protect you. You. Not trying to protect the prophets. himself from punishing you. But is protecting you from the anointed men of God and from the prophets because whatever they can do is guaranteed. Because God said, I've given you power. Go and plant. Go and approach. Go and do this thing. So if a man God can set the tree dry and the tree is dry, then set the bone. You bone grow. A bone is growing. They can say right now, receive healing. And the person is receiving healing. And they can also just say, in the name of Jesus Christ, run mad. And then you can also go mad. That's it. So God is trying to protect people, not, not the prophet, not the and not himself from punishing you, but God knows that he is protecting ways. his children. Now, there is also one, what they call uh, uh, personal devotion to God and personal understanding to the prophetic ministry. Um, I have heard so many people trying to say, how can I understand a prophet? You know, I have got my sister uh, with my mom. They don't understand a prophet. And how can you answer such kind of people? Uh, well, um, the man of God, a prophet cannot be understood. In the same way, we cannot understand God. Mm -hmm. A prophet cannot be managed to be understood. One question is simple, man of God. If I ask you, viewer, a question, if a prophet comes to you and he prophesies to you, and, they, and tells you this is what God is saying. How did he, and how has he heard from God? Where did the voice come here? And that's where there's danger. If you cannot understand that, leave, let, let him be who he is. So many, that's the mistake of many people, man of God. Be it in churches and in ministry. They would want to understand who a prophet is. 
And some of them, they'll say, maybe I'll understand him by getting very close to him. It does not work that way. For your own information, sir, what man understands, man destroys. And what man do not understand, man co-names. Mm, it's wonderful. So it's do wonderful. not try to understand who a man of God is. Or try to understand him. You know, for example, uh, just to make something there. I was just sharing a testimony, I think, uh, a day ago. You know, I want to see, as I said, as my spiritual father, and I had taken a lot of money. I said, I won't take this money to my father. And when he, I put this money on his table, he's going to hug me. He's going to say thank you. He's going to lay his hand upon me and bless me. Mm -hmm. But when I put the money on his table, all he did was using his hand, sweeping the money away, down on the floor, and he said, ah, are you, do? Are, are you good? Wow. And I was like, all this money? It's just sweeping it away? You're sweeping it away and asking me other Are questions. Are you good? I thought he was going to pray for me. So sometimes we, 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 we come to the prophetic meetings thinking, when I go there, it's going to happen like this. He's going to prophesy to me. He's going to lay his hand upon me. I'm going to meet him. And then when you don't meet him, you know, he doesn't prophesy to you. You'll be like, oh my God, I don't know what I've done. And all these men of God all these days, all these men of God of nowadays, as if you know men of God of all the days. Now, this is, this is critical. Very critical. You cannot, you cannot think that it's going to happen the way you thought it's going to happen. I remember I was giving a prophecy one time. I was in New York, and we were ministering in Boston. And I gave a prophecy to the woman. I said, woman, this is what God is saying. So look at me and say, but that's not what I was expecting to hear from you. I was waiting to hear something about my husband. So it's like there are people who they, they have got an expectation. They already have an expectation when they are coming to the man of God. They, they, they think what is their problem is their problem. Not knowing that prophets do not look at your problem. Prophets look at the cause of your problem. Of your problem. So a woman can come, a man can come and say, I'm having a headache problem. But he didn't mention about my headache problem. He mentioned about generational case. So sometimes your headache is a result of generational curse. Generational curse. So a prophet can come and mention something different that is causing your problems. So you may be like, I'm going back home, but I didn't mention about my boyfriend. My boyfriend has disappointed me. But listen to me, and you must ask yourself a question. Look at your family. How is your father? How is your mother? How is your sister? There must be a case somewhere in your life that a prophet has just broken. And you may be still going home and say, you know what? I never spoke about my boyfriend. I thought he was going to talk about this. So we are having people who they come with an intention of God speaking what they're passing through, not knowing that God knows what is the source or the root cause of their problems. So God might have even dealt with the problem just in the congregation. They may be sitting somewhere there and God, but the Lord may touch them and deliver them even without meeting the man of God, but they may still be saying, he never met me, he never prophesied to me. So this is one of the problems, which I, I call them prophetic errors. I'm writing a book called The Prophetic Errors, and it's going to be out so soon. And we're having so many people. We thank God for that. We thank God. Who are God. doing what I call prophetic errors. You are not supposed to go through prophetic errors. As I said, you may not be a prophet or a prophetess, but avoid prophetic errors because you are destined prophetically to your future. 
The day you were born, God knew who you are, what you will be, what you'll be doing, how you'll be successful. So all those things are called the foreknowledge of God. The Bible said before, before I was born, what happened? I was called already in my mother's womb. That's what God said. Before you were born, I knew you. I ordained you. The time you were mother, I called you to be a prophet. So all of you who are watching me right now, you may not know it. But before you were born, there was a prophetic word that God spoke about your life. So you are living outside your prophetic word. You must discover that word that God spoke. So God met Jeremiah and said, before you were born, I called you, I sanctified you to be a prophet. So some of you, before you were born, God called you and sanctified you to be businessmen, but you are working. Some of you, God said, I have called you to be a president, but you are into business. So there's a prophetic word that it has to be revealed prophetically. So this is what I'm trying to say, that no prophetic ministry does not just come and pray for people and meet what they thought they would be taught. Prophetic ministry deals with the mysteries of God, and we prophesy by the, uh, by, by the leading of the Spirit, the spirit as we are carried along by, by the, the Holy spirit, spirit. By the Spirit of God. Now, man of God, before you continue, uh, you spoke something that is very phenomenal. You said earlier on that there are three Ds that the devil uses. Yes. D number one, these three Ds are the weapons, the devil, the instrument that devil uses to destroy many Christians in our prophetic generation now. He uses disappointment. Mm -hmm. He uses discouragement. Mm -hmm. And he uses... What is Distraction. Distraction. Ladies and gentlemen, all our viewers, wherever you're watching us right now, there is nothing that lends someone powerless like disappointment. And there is nothing that breaks relationship like disappointment. Very true. And there is nothing that can cut inside you and eat you inside like disappointment. That's very true. And I was saying to trace man of God, where can some disappointment come from in this prophetic ministry? Some people understand a prophet as a group or as a family. Mm -hmm. But that's one of the errors to be corrected. And that's also the part of my book where I wrote about prophetic errors. Okay. Where I don't involve in the prophetic ministry as an association. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead, man of God. Do not understand a prophet as a group. You need to understand a prophet as an individual. If you understand a prophet as a group, when one of your members amongst your team will get disappointed, you too will be disappointed. Once you may not know that if your friend has gotten disappointed, the disappointment of your friend is not your disappointment. <laughs> or what has disappointed your friend has nothing to do with you. Make your prophet your destiny. Make your prophet your voice. If someone has left your prophet, let him go. Let him go. You got to have your own personal revelation of who your prophet is. You got to have your own personal revelation of man of God. Do you remember? You know there were twelve, 12 apostles there, mm. but out of the twelve, one disappointed Jesus. In mm. fact, he crucified, he betrayed him. Mm -hmm. But that never made the eleven people quit. They had to continue pursuing their salvation. 
They never minded whether Judas has been, has been, has been discouraged or not. And also that, um, I get this revelation. Never think your neighbor who is sitting next to you has the same destiny with you. Never, never, never. The Bible says Judas Iscariot, he was a son of perdition. In other words, he was born for that. He was destined. That was his destiny. Hell was not just created. The Bible says God created hell for Satan and for those who doesn't obey. Which means if God will not create hell, it means these people, their destiny will not be in hell. So in other words, hell is created for the destiny of people who disobey God. Now, there are some people who are, just, are created for destruction. And there are people who are created for an appointment. So every Christian who is on ever there, you have got a different agenda that God has given you. And your neighbor, a different agenda. And the two of you or the three of you are not one because your future is not your neighbor's future. Never. It's never like You that. have your own future and your neighbor has their own future. And all the 12 disciples of, of, of Jesus Christ, if you read about them, you will find the destinies being disconnected. We find Judas Iscariot moving out. And then we find the 11 remaining. But out of all the 11 remaining, you will not see other disciples manifesting in God's presence. You only hear of Peter, you only hear of John, you only hear of James, but you don't hear about other disciples, what they did. You don't even hear what Andrew did. You, you want to hear about what he did or even a miracle that he performed because that was what his destiny. So some of the people, they have got their own destinies and this is a point where uh, you, 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 you love God as a family you, your mother, your father, mm -hmm. and, and your, your, your brothers, your cousins, and you say, we love God, we go to church, this man of God, and uh, we, we love him so much, and uh, we, we love him. I think one of us are the problem we're having these last days is because we're having so many people who are just praying for the prophet, but, okay. but they are not paying for the prophet. They are just, can you say it again? Praying. Praying. For the prophet, for the prophet, and not paying, and not paying for the prophet. What, what do you mean? What do you mean, sir? Now, this is another topic to discuss, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be talking about paying for the prophets and paying for yourself next week. And God is going to do something mighty upon your life, and you are going to have a revelation about paying for the prophets. It's not only praying for the prophets; it's also paying for the prophets. Now, may you speak your last word today, and uh, may you also declare something to the people who are watching us right now. Beautiful. My last word for all my viewers here. Never play around with destiny. For your destiny to manifest, you need to be connected to a people that have destiny. Some people when they are connected to you, they are destiny destroyers. I call them DD. Destiny destroying people. Or you can call them DDP. It's a party. If it was a political party, man of God, I would have called this party DDP. Destiny destroying people. 
These people, when you meet them, they do not even appreciate who you are. And they do not even appreciate the destiny that you carry inside of you. And have nothing to do. They, they can't even contribute anything into what you are carrying. Such people do not take time with them. I beseech you by the messes of God. Number two, there are some people are destiny connecting people. I call them DCP, destiny connecting people. These people, when you meet them, no matter at the level where you were, your destiny will manifest. People like Philip and Nathaniel. Philip was the first, first guy that met Jesus. Immediately when Philip got converted, ladies and gentlemen, Philip went on to call his brother, his friend, Nathan. Man of God, Philip called Nathan and he said to Nathan, I have found the Messiah. Can you please come and meet him? Philip was a destiny connector. He connected Nathaniel to higher destiny. Can I hear a better amen? amen? Man of God, right away there, when, when, when Philip and Nathan were coming at a distance, Jesus, to my surprise, he saw Philip and Nathan coming, and Jesus spoke with a louder voice. He said, you are Nathan. He spoke the name. And that was prophecy that spotted out the name of a person. And he said, your name is Nathan. And you are a true Israelite. And he knew there is no deceit. And that was prophecy, ladies and gentlemen. And Nathan said, how do you know me? Because I have never come in contact with you. And Jesus said, I saw you. Those are spiritual eyes of a prophecy. I saw you before Philip called you when you were sitting under the fig tree. Philip got connected to Jesus and connected Nathaniel to Jesus. There are some people are destiny connecting people. I pray for you all my viewers that in this year 2014 you are going to meet important people. People that will see what you are carrying inside of you and people that will develop what you carry inside of you. Receive this grace in Jesus name. I bless you double double in Jesus mighty name. Amen. It's so wonderful. It's so wonderful. It's so wonderful. Just once again, give the Lord a mighty clap of falling on praise. This is real. This is real. This is wonderful. It was so wonderful to have a mighty man of God in today's program. Thank you so much. God bless you so much. Amen. Praise God. And this is a personal friend. I knew him a long time ago. Glory to God. And he has a very big ministry. Praise God. Uh, ambassadors of Christ, yes. ambassadors of Christ ministry, and God is using him mightily in the prophetic oh, praise God. and with praise his signs and wonders. And he, God is taking him to many nations, and uh, it's very powerful. Thank you very much. Oh, thank God for and uh, today we are talking thank about you. importance of a prophet. And I want you to know one thing that God is not a fool. If God raised up Moses to go and redeem the children of Israel and made him a prophet, and used him to redeem the children of Israel, he is not a fool. God could raise up the army in Egypt, or the commanders of the same country of Egypt, to redeem the children of Israel from the hands of Pharaoh, who was also the king of the same Egypt. 
God could raise people from Syria. God could raise people or our soldiers or armies to go and redeem them. But God used the prophet because God knows the importance of a prophet. In the time there was famine, God could say, all right, I've heard the cry of my people. And God would say, I will not even listen to the prayer of Elijah. I'm going to send the rain. But God listened to the words of Elijah and the prayer. He prayed for no rain to rain, and there was no rain. Until he also went, God, and prayed for the rain. So God respects prophets, and he honors prophets. If God respects prophets and honors prophets, who are we really that we are not respect prophets? Who are we? This is wonderful. And I want to congratulate all people. I'm telling you something. It's not easy to find a person in these last days to believe in God and to believe in prophets. I congratulate you. God bless you for that. Believing and the faith you have. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise be to God. Praise and I want to say something. Praise be to God. And I want to say something right here. The Bible says, Whosoever shall receive a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophetic reward. God never said, whosoever shall receive a prophet in the name of shepherd or in the name of just Sarah. No. But whosoever shall receive a prophet, a prophet in the name of, of a, a prophet. prophet. In the name of a prophet. In the name of a and prophet. And not me, but in the name of the fact that I'm a prophet of God. Whosoever shall receive a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive, shall receive the prophetic reward. The reward of a prophet. Wherever you are seated or watching oh, us, May you receive the prophetic reward in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. May you receive the prophetic reward in the name of Jesus. Praise be to God. May the Lord, the Holy Ghost, come upon you in and Jesus open your eyes to understand the prophetic. Praise and may the Spirit of God Praise renew you Praise now God. and then in the name Praise of Jesus Christ. Receive the grace Praise in Jesus' name. Jesus. Son of the living God, I pray for you. I pray for you. Yes, I pray for yes, you in the name of Jesus. Jesus receive the grace. God bless you so much. Till then, bye-bye. God bless you.